Hey everybody, Stephanie Panay here. Thank you so much for tuning into the Realty Deal podcast. Today I am talking to you home sellers out there or potential home sellers about seven mistakes that you guys can avoid at all costs or that you should. So we'll jump right into it, okay? Um, number one mistake that sellers make is using cheap and interior finishes. So there's nothing worse than a bad remodeling job and if it can't be done right then it's better to leave it alone for the next person because buyers and agents they see right through attempts to put frosting on a bad cake to make it look pretty right the lipstick and rouge especially when you see the handiwork up close. It could look great in photos but once you walk through the house and uh, people have a very keen eye especially me as your agent I'm going to point everything out to you so you want to make sure that if you are going to renovate your house before you sell first consult your realtor to make sure that your return on investment is going to be worth it for that uh, time in the market and your location and um, use quality finishes you know a cheap laminate or vinyl plank flooring may be passed off as a wood Uh, you know homegrown paint jobs on grainy oak cabinets I'm talking about like faux granite countertops and partially updated appliances right you have a stainless steel fridge a white stove and a black dishwasher, right? So spend the extra money. Don't use cheap finishes. Talk to your realtor um, because your realtor can also have some hookups to, you know, some discounts at, for example, with Remax's Garment, we have a 10% or more discount at the brick. And so, you know, you can get creative with it. Um, Just don't be cheap, (laughs) okay? People are going to see right through that. Um, Another thing I'll just mention while we're on this point is a lot of the time when I'm talking to sellers, uh, I will tell them to save their money for the next house and a lot of the time leave their home as an as-is condition um, if you can't be bothered to put any work into it. So it's nice to hang on to that cash because when you get into your new house, you're actually going to do renovations that you're going to enjoy rather than doing renos now um, and not being able to enjoy them. So that's a very general statement and every home seller and market is different. Um, So definitely consult your realtor to figure out what finishes you're going to see your return on when you're selling. So the second point that a seller might might think is totally acceptable is um, not replacing the older systems, right? So... You might have an original roof on your 30-year-old house or original HVAC systems or hot water tank, Um, but the buyer shouldn't always have to deal with that. Um, You know, a seller can expect to account for these kind of deficiencies when either the home is shown with no offers or an offer is made to reflect some of these items that need to be replaced, especially after the home inspection happens. And the buyer is going to want to renegotiate the entire transaction because of it. So... If you're thinking about selling your house and you have to get a new furnace or a new roof or even just new light fixtures um, or even appliances, if you know you've replaced the motor on your furnace a hundred times and it's going to crap out in the next couple months, just replace it. That is a big ticket item. It is going to be money out of your pocket, Um, but mechanical systems are very important when buying a house and you don't want your potential deal to fall apart because of it anyways because your buyers are going to do a home inspection. They're going to find all this stuff wrong with it. So you could either be proactive and get it done before you list, or you can be reactive and wait until you have an offer, have a home inspection. Your buyer comes back and negotiates, you know, $15,000 off the purchase price at that point. So you don't want to wait for the deal to fall apart um, or the buyers to get cold feet because they think that they're 
going to be buying a money pit. So they walk away. So you're going to have to deal with these issues anyways, whether it's now before you list or before closing date, before the buyer gets the keys. So just do the work now and you're probably going to save yourself the headache later, right? Um, So that's just talking about replacing the older systems in your house. Again, guys, I know they're big ticket items, but they're going to be big ticket items for your your buyers too. And you're going to be making some money to pay yourself back after you put the money out of your pocket after you sell. So I would say talk to your realtor again and you could even get an inspection before you list on these items. So if you're worried about your furnace going before closing date, then before you list, you know, get an HVAC guy in there, inspect your systems. Um, Same with appliances, right? So talk to your realtor, um, see if it might be worth it for you, if it's on their last legs. And if not, then maybe you could just let the buyer deal with it. Buyer beware at the end of the day, right? So um, speaking of you know, those big ticket items. Um, the third point is going to be the third mistake, should I say, is selling a home with anticipated deal breakers. So in Hamilton, especially, we have tons of older homes, turn of the century that have uh, knob and tube wiring. Uh, in the 70s, there was aluminum wiring. Um, there's Kitech plumbing in the 90s. And these features do make it more difficult to obtain home insurance. And even when you can contain, when you can obtain home insurance, it could be more expensive for your buyer. So you want to make sure that, again, with that inspection, you can even do a pre-home inspection and see what buyers, what might come up when a buyer does do a home inspection. And, you know, you might have to replace it before you list, or again, your buyer won't be able to get home insurance, so you might be, not be able to sell your house. So this doesn't just go for your um, systems like the plumbing and the electrical. It's also for, you know, unpermitted structures on the properties. Like you can't guarantee that these are safe if you, you know, didn't get a permit with them. So, you know, this leaves the buyers with the uncertain prospect of either having to remove or take responsibility for those kind of things. So either way, it adds an uncomfortable level of uncertainty to the transaction for the buyers and the prospect of unknown and significant future costs, right? So um, might be worth it for you to um, fix any of these issues, again, before you list. And so the buyer will see that you've been proactive and now they have new systems in place. So again, check with your realtor, see if it's gonna be worth your return on investment. But if a buyer can't get home insurance on some of the really important things in your home, then you might want to help them with that. (laughs) Um, The fourth mistake sellers could make, and I've seen this, is being reluctant to negotiate or turning down offers. You know, Transactions fall apart when buyers and sellers can't come together, right? Neither side's willing to budge. Sellers feel like they're giving the house away. The buyers feel like the numbers are the max that they're willing to pay for the house, you know, based on what it is, what it had. And who really wins from this is the buyer who can go out and find another house. The sellers now brought their home back for the difference in the negotiations plus the ongoing carrying costs. So as a seller, if you get an offer and it's, you know, you're listed for 750000 and you're $20,000 apart, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that could be 
really worth it to you um, to take your money and run. Totally depends on your situation. Um, and I'll touch on this in the next point, um, but you may have already sold a house, right? So have the conversation with your realtor about your listing strategy because you know your bottom line uh, before you sell your house. You know what you have to make from the sale of this house to make it worth it for you. So talk to your realtor about your listing strategy. You don't want to keep any secrets here. They want to know what you want for your house because they want to get that number for you, right? So you need to be a little bit flexible as the seller. And that's why it's so good to start this process far in advance of you selling your house because your realtor is going to touch base with you very early on about the market conditions and start enhancing your market knowledge uh, to make sure that you're prepared to make these big decisions when the time comes around. So just try not to be too reluctant on turning down offers or even negotiating because at the end of the day this is your house to sell and the buyers have a lot of other choices okay i know that every seller has the best house but just have a little bit of flexibility there okay um the other deadly sin is overpricing overpricing is sure to alienate and discourage buyers from either looking at it or making an offer and a lot of sellers will say well they can always make an offer but this is outdated thinking it's not going to produce your intended result buyers are going to avoid the home agents are going to show it to buyers if they know that the buyers can't afford it so by the time that the sellers start to believe this reality you know six months have passed and you've lost critical timing and now you're just chasing the market and in the meantime you know better inventory that is well priced is available and other buyers are choosing that over an overpriced property with an unrealistic seller so again coming back to being reluctant to turn down offers you can't overprice your house talk to your realtor talk about the listing strategies and they're going to work with you to get the number you want but just because you think you can get a hundred thousand dollars more than your neighbor got um, you need to have reality when it comes to what houses are selling for and what a buyer is willing to pay for it in a in a free and fair market so again, talk to your realtor and uh, talk about a fair pricing strategy to get your home sold in the least amount of time with the least amount of stress to you with the most amount of money. That's always my goal as a listing agent. Now, the sixth deadly sin, let's call it, that uh, sellers try to make is DIY home repairs. I mean, I get it, guys. I feel like I think that I'm handy, but it actually comes down to doing the work. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get somebody else to do that for me. Um, and I get it. Like, if you're handy, go for it. Um, and if you're living in your house, you know, doing your own repairs, I do see a lot of sellers doing that because if you live in your home for 20 years and you've done a couple of repairs and improvements because, you know, there isn't a contractor out there who could possibly fix or build something the way that you do, um, then that's all good until it comes time to sell your house. Um, you can expect those items to be called into question and to be scrutinized by buyers, their realtors, I'm sorry, but I do pick apart houses, um, and especially home inspectors. Um, so sellers might not be able to address something on their own simply because they have the knowledge to do so. Okay. And the very thing they built or fixed might need to be redone by the appropriate professional and correcting that DIY can be costly. You know, when I, buy my, when I bought my house now, the sellers had lived in it for 13 years and they were so cheap. I mean, and I knew this because of all the creditor bills that I get in the mail once they left, but they do everything themselves. And I rewired the whole basement at my house because it was just all jimmy rigged together. 
So don't DIY home repairs, especially when it comes to things that you need permits for, like pretty much anything you need a permit for, to be honest with you, finishing your basement, taking down walls, auxiliary structures to your house, electrical, plumbing, everything you really need a permit for. So hire a professional. And if you need one, go to therealtodeal.com slash directory. And I have uh, amazing network of local tradesmen and professionals that I work with in the greater Hamilton Burlington area that would be happy to help you um, with any of your home issues. So check out that and talk to your realtor about any home repairs you might need to do before listing your house. So we're going to wrap up. And the last point um, is just actually after you uh, you sell and you're going to move out. Um, don't move it. Don't go at it alone. Right. Um, I know that some of my friends, you know, we're younger, we're millennials and, uh, we help each other out moving and whatnot. So, you know, in that case, when you're owed a favor, absolutely call it in. But if you think that you're going to move all your furniture by yourself, like the, the one or the two of you just don't, there's, there's nothing worse when sellers attempt to handle moving out on your own because you know, you're late to pick up the rental truck or, you know, you had a problem and they needed to get another truck for you. Um, then you have more stuff and it took longer than you thought it would to leave. And then you were supposed to go back and clean the house, but you couldn't. And now it's 2 a.m. before closing day. There's no way all that's going to get done. Um, and this, again, goes for uh, a garage full of like garbage and unwanted items. The buyers usually do their walkthrough a day before closing to make sure that all the appliances work and the house is in a satisfactory state and they're buying what they thought they were buying. And they're going to be very unhappy when it's not cleared out and it's not cleaned and then they are going to call their lawyer and ask to hold back funds to get it professionally cleaned out. So, you know, just think about it. After no sleep and a house partially emptied out, was it really worth it? Was it really worth saving like 500 bucks? You've just created so much stress for yourself. You have a pissed off buyer, a frustrated uh, selling agent, and now an embarrassed listing agent of the person who helped sell your house. And now they're going to be paying for all this, likely. So, you know, experience is the best t-shirt for all these kinds of lessons. And ask any experienced seller how they would have handled these situations again, and their answer would likely be different. So, you know, just to sum up these seven mistakes that sellers usually make before selling their house is using cheap and inferior finishes. Um, you really don't want to use subpar finishes when you're trying to sell a luxury house. <laughs> um, number two, not replacing older systems. If something's going to fall apart before closing, just get it done. Replace it before you even list your house. Number three, selling a home with anticipated deal breakers. Again, those deal breakers like the buyers uh, not being able to obtain home insurance, um, any permits that wouldn't weren't pulled, um, any structures on the property that um, you know you didn't get a permit for, and the lawyer is gonna find out a day before or ten days before closing that your shed is on the neighbor's property. So um, you just want to make everything everybody comfortable and suss out these deal breakers before they uh, before you hit the market number four don't be reluctant to negotiate or turn down offers be willing to negotiate be flexible number five overpricing uh we'll talk about your listing strategy before you uh list your house there's three different listing strategies we can take and i'm happy to talk to you about all of those overpricing is a little bit it could fall under one category but guys don't overprice your house no one's going to see it and if you don't get showings you don't get offers number six don't do it yourself hire a professional they are insured they know what they're doing they have experience and they can pull permits and all that good stuff for you 
And the last point, don't move alone. Um, you know, call in friends, hire a professional cleaner, hire a professional mover, make this as easy as possible for yourself. And guys, I know that selling your house can be a very stressful process. And that's what I'm here for is to make your move, your moving process just as easy and stress-free as possible. My goal at the end of the day, representing you as your agent is to sell your house in the least amount of time with the least amount of stress to you for the most amount of money what I want to do. I want to make you money and I want you to be happy about the whole process. So if I can help you with that, I would be absolutely thrilled. If you live in the greater Hamilton Burlington area, um, I'd be happy to help. So just give me a shout anytime and visit my website for more information about selling your house, therealtydeal.com slash sell. And yeah, happy to help uh, any sellers in the house. So thanks so much for listening to this podcast, guys. I hope it was a bit insightful. And uh, if you have any ideas for my next podcast, drop me a line at stephanie at therealtydeal.com. Thank you so much and have an awesome day.